Welcome to Opposite Attractions, the show about theme park design that's technically possible. I'm your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by Jim Bleeding Gums Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) I did spend a long time in that sort of... I had to, the, the day after we would have recorded last week, I actually had to go back in the chair and get more things ripped out of my face. Oh my God. So I'm still not fully healed, but I can't talk without wanting to, to like throw myself out a window. It's okay. We tagged in Blake Tanner and he was like, let's talk about alcohol. Fuck yeah. <laughs> let's go. Everyone was, knows Disney and alcohol go together now. It was surprisingly the most informative episode of this show, which I don't know if we should be embarrassed about or not. I, uh, they, a, an actual informative podcast about Disney parks, uh, the Disney dish where the, the unofficial guide guy does. They were, they had a person from the Smithsonian on and they talked about presidents visiting the Disney parks. Yeah. And the thing I learned is that apparently Richard Nixon loved himself some Disney parks. <laughs> and like to the point where you can go to like the Library of Congress and listen to like his recordings from the White House and you can actually like keyword search them for Disney and there's like tons of crap where he's like, We're going to California. Let's just go over to Disneyland. Me and I'm- Henry are gonna ride the Mr. Toad and we're gonna go to hell before we do it in reality. I want to ride the figment. Show me the figment ride. My problem with trying to do a Nixon is that I start to sound like Jesse Ventura. And so that led me down this weird, like, Jesse the Pooh Ventura rabbit hole. He's like a uh, angry, droopy dog. I saw saw, uh, aliens in Tomorrowland stealing our batteries. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. (laughs) I rode uh, fucking Pirates of the Caribbean and I got real scared. I'm Richard Nixon. Jesse the Pooh would not be on commentary with Gorilla Monsoon, but it would be Gorilla Blustery Day. Oh my God. Fuck you. Well, <laughs> that there was that. There was like apparently. Um, oh, and the they made a point of saying like Obama had a selfie where he was like in front of the castle and there was like nobody around. And the guy was like, I got that in July. <laughs> Thanks, coronavirus. <laughs> so he ain't uh, special. <laughs> well, I do have a quiz this week. Very appropriate for A, Halloween, and B, our challenge this week, which is to make an escape room. BuzzFeed made a quiz that's just, can you escape the room? Will you get out alive? And I, I guess this is kind of a choose-your-own-adventure. You opened your eyes. You wake up on the floor of a room you've never seen. The no door... windows and no doors. <laughs> no windows and no doors. The door appears to be sealed shut with a huge lock. A chink of light coming through a barred window illuminates a desk with several drawers and a groaning bookcase. It's only when you feel a chill wind piercing the walls that you notice you're wearing a jacket that does not belong to you. What do you do? Explore the door, the window, the bookcase, or the desk. Um, I'm kind of upset because jacket would have been my first choice, which uh, is please no. My uh my WCW wrestler um nickname was the groaning bookcase. <laughs> Do you want to go there with me? Uh, I'm on the door, I, then I want to get out. But 
that's I think the door I think given that this is like a, a probably more than one step choose your own adventure, I think I think uh danger lies to the door. Okay. So <laughs> it's not gonna be like, oh you tripped and it opened and you're fine. <laughs> See, All right, let's let's check out this bookcase. There are many books and it looks as though they are connected to some type of sensor. Maybe it's better not to touch anything. What do you do? Fucking take a book at random. Explore the shelves. Explore the door. Explore the window. Explore the desk. I think uh, shelves. Like, we are already in this bookcase world. We kind of need to dig a little deeper. And I think taking a random book would be a mistake, but we do need to look <laughs> at shelves. You've taken How to Win Friends and Influence People. You're yeah. a douchebag. Game over. All right. You realize that the first shelf holds only books written by authors whose last name starts with an A. The second shelf contains it's A M B D, basically, is the A-M-B-D? arrangement. A M B D? Yeah. Ambda. Uh, so, do we take one of the books, explore the door, the window, or the desk? I feel like we need some info, so probably the desk? Uh, yeah, let's go desk. I'm going to write this down A M B D. It's just a normal desk. It's got four drawers. What you do? Open the first drawer, second, third, fourth, or go back to our other options. Uh, The third drawer, please. Uh, It's completely empty. What do you do? (sighs) Shit in it. (laughs) Now it's a toilet. It's surprisingly not an option. I'm going to do the fourth drawer. There is a safe in which a four-digit code can be entered. It might not be a great idea to press ahead without knowing what you're supposed to do. Do we enter a code? Probably fucking not. Probably AMBD would probably be the code. Oh, I thought taking the books would be part of it. Here, I'm going to look at the first drawer. First drawer is empty. Second drawer is a has a briefcase, but there's a key that we need. Um, okay, uh, fuck. Let's look at the window real quick. Must be on the fifth floor, and in any case, there are bars on the windows, so escaping this way is not an option. What do you do? Search your fucking pockets. Thank you for finding me. Wait, there's nothing in my pockets? You find nothing. My Kenny uh, Loggins mixtape. Oh, no. So, Well, this is like a jacket that's not ours. I figured there'd be something, but no. All right, look out the window. There. Oh, fuck, there's a picture. Uh, you're definitely on the fifth floor. You could see a billboard featuring what looks like a perfume ad. You'd also notice a breeze, but curiously, it's not coming through the window. What do you do? There's nothing particularly interesting. Like, I can't enhance this photo. Um, I, I guess, fuck, go to the door now. There's nothing. Explore the door. The door looks solid, and it doesn't look like you'll be able to open it. Will the key be in the room? Do we kick the door? Because otherwise it's just go back. Should we kick the door? I think we, like, can we go back to the safe? Is there a way to put in the code for the safe? Okay, kicking the door did nothing. I I did it again, it did nothing. I'm going to try one third time, (laughs) kicking the door does nothing. How many times can I kick this door? What? You hear a sickening crack. It sounds like something is broken, but you can't tell if it's the door or your foot. All right. I hope you could tell. Whoa! 
what the fuck? <laughs> I did it. Because the last one was throw your weight against the door. So I said, oh, let's see what this does. And they're like, you fucking smashed it. You smashed the door. Good work. All right. I'm going to go back, though. I am going to go back. Oh, if you kick the door one more time, you will break break your foot. Okay. Uh, do you want to try AMBD at the yes. uh, at the desk? Okay. What was that? The fourth floor, I believe. Um. Oh no. There's only these are only number based. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not gonna enter a code right now. One thirteen two four. There's like nothing. There's a briefcase, but you need a key. There's empty. Uh, explore the door. I'm not gonna kick it again. I'm not gonna break my fucking legs. Look at the bookcases. Is there anything? I gotta go back to the window. I gotta go. There's still nothing in my pockets. Uh, fuck. I'm going back to the window. I'm looking outside. I enhance. Enhance. We still escaped. <laughs> we did escape, but I gotta. I got to do it the right way. Like, I don't want to be that asshole who is like, okay, whatever. So there's a breeze not coming through the window. I guess is the, take a book at random. Take a Isaac Asimov book. Oh, shit. It worked. Nothing bad has happened. For now, at least. Flicking through the books, you notice that all the pages seem to have a code. Which page do we open? 27, 82, 108, 140, fuck it, 82. There's a code at the bottom of the page. 8744. Fuck, okay, now we're on it. Now we're on it. Now we've got this. 8744, 8744, 8744. Okay, fuck. Um, okay, it, that didn't work. It didn't work, Jim. I gotta go open this fucking book again. Okay, take a book, take the Asimov book again. So it wasn't eight, page 82. I'm sorry, listeners, but you got a deal. Okay, so it's not 8744. I know that for a fact. So it's got to be a different 108-143-225. Oh, shit, I got it. There's a code on the lower part of the page, 1914. What does it mean? Is that it? Or is there some sort of trick? You look at a note you found hidden in your pocket while you think about what your next move should be. And it's Asimov 108. Which is what I just looked at, right? 108? And it's, yeah, 1914. That would have been some fucking nice info to have before, Chief. Okay, desk. Fourth floor. Enter a code. 1914. What the fuck? It says... It, it, it says the alarm sounds again. This is bullshit. No. No. We're solving this. I'm done. I'm done <laughs> solving this. Okay, if it's it says it's in the Asimov book, but then is there another do we move on? There wasn't any other place to put a code, right? There's I'm literally one. going up the list into every code, and they're all so far. It is it is all bad. <laughs> Maybe we have to keep going. Maybe we go A M B D. So take a book, 
Jane Austen does nothing. Beckett does nothing. This does nothing. So yeah, it is. It it we do have to look at these. What what what? So Asimov one oh eight. Is there any other info on here? I can see. That's what. Uh, uh, I'm so confused because all I've got is Asimov one oh eight. The okay, code it's uh, it's um, it's um, it's um, shit. Um, fuck. Now I gotta go back and find the the book the book again. Um, is there a different Asimov book? Let me. Uh, I keep hitting back and it ruins it for me. Okay, explore bookcase. No, I don't want to explore the bookcase. Explore the desk. Okay, so explore the desk. Second drawer uh has the briefcase. First drawer has nothing. Third drawer has nothing. Fourth, fl- it's nineteen forty-one nine. It's so it's four one nine one. So it's nineteen fourteen backwards. That's fucking bullshit. Uh, okay. The box opens. There is a key inside. Does it? Oh, it's because it's got Asimov oh, one hundred eight. It's got Asimov one hundred eight with the arrow pointing backwards. So that's what it was. Okay. There's a key inside. Does it open the door? Better think fast. Second drawer. I'm opening it. Uh, open the briefcase. There's oh, a gun. Man. Oh man, it's getting it's getting hairy in this. There's a gun and it's loaded. I'm taking the gun. I head to the door, gripping the gun. I don't hear any footsteps. What do I do? Wait. What do we do? Wait or open the door? Open the door, please. What you? Oh, you cheater! I'm opening the door. Uh, there are two guards on other on each side. They are as surprised as you are. What do you do? I don't want to shoot anybody. Wait. I march the guards inside the room and close the door. Now they won't be able to get out. We escaped. What happens if I shoot one of them? I shot the only armed guard. Other one gets down on his knees and begs for mercy. What do I do? I shoot him as well. I've managed to escape the room. Congratulations, but something tells you that whoever imprisoned you there will have want to avenge the death of the two people you just killed. I don't want to go back. It's fucking figment. All right, Jim, it's now time to actually do what we're supposed to do. And that's build a theme park ride. And this week you gave us a challenge. This is the versus park. So you have Gym City 2.0. I have motherfucking Party Town. And you wanted us to make an escape room, which is a very spooky season appropriate ride. Yeah, good so thing I took you... an extra week off. <laughs> yeah. So what did you do? I had this weird idea that I would create a kind of. Sh- uh, I don't really want to use the word experience, but I would put this attraction over by where, like, I didn't name really where Jim City Limits was, but over there because this is a show. But the idea is that the sh- the actual real show is like the last sh- thing of the night that you could like do. Like, it's like an eight o'clock show for like a nine o'clock park close sort of a thing. And it yeah. is, it is, the show is called Escape Plan. The attraction itself is called Escape Plan. But the idea is that at any time between like park open 
and like 30 minutes before the show, you can go into the building and watch like employees putting together the, the escape room for the show that evening. But once you go in, if you go out, you can't like if you go back in, they like sequester you from everybody from for the main show. So you can't like cheat. Oh, OK. So so you, you you go in to the theater in like the middle of the day and you'll watch them. They're like trying to figure out how they're going to put this these escape rooms together because there's like two or three of them. And so they'll like ask the audience for like, what should we do in this area? What should we should we have two guards with guns over here? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. And then if you leave and then come back, they're like, OK, you've already been in here once. We know that uh, for the main show. So you have to get in this area that, where it's like you can see out. But like the people playing the game can't see in and they can't hear you. But the people on the other side of the audience, like the crowd can see them and hear them because they can like ask them for help. Oh, OK. And, but they, they can't ask them for help, like scream at them. They have to there'd be like fo- like a phone in each of the rooms and they can pick it up and it randomly dials a phone that's in the audience somewhere and then they just pick it up and then they're like hey what do you think we should do and it's just it's just luck of the draw if the person that's like by that phone has any idea what you should do yeah and it's just literally you they they randomly select people from the crowd and throw them in these rooms then it's like a race to see which group gets out first as like Holy the last God. show of the night that's very good. It's very simple, but I think it would be I because I, I I when I was working on the Gym City Limits idea, I saw this thing of like the twenty four hour play where people make like do it like they come up with the idea f- for a play and they script it and, and oh, yeah. practice it in twenty four hours. That's a lot because there are also game jams that are like that where you have to make a uh, an entire video game in twenty four hours. So, like, I saw that idea, and I'm like, how can I do that in this park, but not, like, have it be just, like, you're staring at people writing or whatever. So, this is like that. You can go in and watch them, like, build the escape rooms and see how they're thinking through it. But then, at the end of the night, you can go back in and watch people try to figure out what, like, figure them out as a game. And if you get out, you win some kind of prize. That's really, really cool. All right. Well, mine, I initially was going to put in the uh, miracle mile section the miami section but i may do something with that next week so i'm not going to get into it too much right now but it is uh it's now going to go in the tower of power which as we know has a dave and busters it's got its mall it's got of course all of the sleeping chambers for the drunks who stay there it's the it's the middle of walt's original version of epcot but it's like 700 feet tall yeah (laughs) but now we're getting to mine which is called the last call and it's an entire of course it is it's an entire floor in the tower of power and when you get onto this floor there's like a welcoming area and if you have basically if there if if you are an alcoholic, uh, like I, me in a previous life, you will know that if you have reservations, you can usually do things or you can go sit at a bar. So someone will be like, do you have reservations to do the escape room? If not, you can go sit at the bar because there is the last call bar there as well. And the plot of last call is that you are drunk. It's two in the morning. Part of me almost wants to make people have to wear drunk goggles for this if they're not appropriately already buzzed. But you are drunk. It's the end of the night. 
and you want to keep partying, but it's last call. But you've heard tale of a mystical bar that serves liquor 24-7. And so you want to go find that. (laughs) 7-Eleven. Yeah. (laughs) So you start... Things I drank at Sheets. (laughs) So you start in a just basic bar. Like, think it's like a Buffalo Wild Wings, basically. And as you walk in, you hear, last call. And if you want, you can have a drink. You can have one drink to carry with you through this mission. And in fact, if you order the correct drink, you can get a hint. Like each drink comes with a little hint to help you move forward. Um, So you go in there. And in this one, it's got basic kind of puzzle, escape room, fair. Like you have to look at different bottles. And also there's there's a bartender at the beginning. And essentially that is your uh, escape room host who helps guide you through it. And the only way to get uh, get hints is to order drinks from them. So they give you a hint <laughs> at the beginning and then they leave. So now you are alone in this bar and you have to go through and work out the mystery of where, like they will tell you, oh, there is this bar, but it's very difficult to get to. And so you have to work out the mystery of how to get to this next bar. So finally you find the code, you enter it in, the door opens and you enter uh, another bar you hear last call again your escape room person is there and they are waiting for you and they're like congratulations but unfortunately it's last call here as well it took you way too long to get here and <laughs> you can you probably can from the 47 drinks you ordered at the last bar. <laughs> yeah so now you get the opportunity to drink again here and now this has got more of like a 1930s prohibition vibe kind of bar really really fancy so all of the puzzles here are themed around prohibition and essentially the plot, the big thing you do need to do here is put the bo- bottles on the bar in a specific order. And there's of course, electromagnetic hey, spoilers. Come on. Well, the minute you do that, another door opens and you're like, Oh fuck. Finally. And you finally enter one last bar and it's a dance club and it's shutting down end of the night. And you hear last call. And then they are waiting for you one last time. Basically saying, like, yeah, it was a crazy party tonight. We had to shut down early. Uh, there was a major fight and a guy died. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and uh, then some more small puzzles. You see a few things. And this one is like a full-on, straight-up dance club. And I do like that these all kind of represent the different areas. So the speakeasy represents, like, the Bourbon Street area. The dance club represents the Big Apple kind of area. The speak or the uh, or basic bar at the very beginning kind of has that Vegas feel, and then of course the very last one, which is the last call, kind of has a uh, a Miracle Mile CD bar feel. But in this one, in the dance club, you have to. The big puzzle is the fact that you have to step on the tiles of the dance floor in a very specific pattern, or else an alarm will sound and you'll lose time. And so you keep going through it. You keep going through it until you eventually get the correct pattern. And of course, there's like my favorite part of Despicable Me too. <laughs> yes. So like, there's an exclusive pattern you have to hit. And when you do, the door opens, and your bartender welcomes you to quite appropriately the last call, and gives you a ticket for a free drink, rewarding you for your efforts because you could have just ended up at the last the bar at the beginning. You could have just ended up at, but you get your ticket to get a free drink at the last call where you go and celebrate in this bar for all night. It's a 24 seven bar. It's crazy. It's insanity. It's got little bits and pieces from all the lands coming together there. 
Um, and yeah, that's the last call. That is my escape room. Um, I would assume the other bars don't have windows. I would hope the last bar has windows, especially if you're like off the ground. I feel like that would be a good also reward. It's like, hey, look oh. at this. Like you're 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 47 stories up. <laughs> yeah, like you can look down. It'll look really nice. Like this is going to be not penthouse suite level, but like right below where the penthouse suite is, which does kind of suck for the people in the penthouse suite. Now that I think about it, that you got to hear people screaming and yelling about clues. But you get you a nice view of the park at the end. Oh, you know, what would be nice to add to the whole drunken feel of it. What if it's a rotating, a rotating platform? So like when you get to the end, it's spinning so you can see the whole park around you and it's really nice. But when you're not in, all you do is feel the uneasiness of shit spinning underneath you. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So I thought because I was thinking the logistics of this is a little weird. You'd have to like go upstairs, I think, at some point. But no, you're saying you're in a room with no windows and no doors. Oh, and also spinning. Yeah. It's like those restaurants, those fancy spinning restaurants. Like you, you that would. That. Can, I just want you to imagine being in the foyer of the haunted mansion and just thinking, like, is this bitch spinning? <laughs> <laughs> just for a split second, if that effect, if there was some way that they could just affect that, ooh, yeah, like, then I probably would scream. <laughs> I'd just be looking around, like, hey, lady, you I don't good? feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> well. Now we need a challenge for next week, Jim. And you know what? While you were gone, I really splashed out. Because I know we're still in the pre-planning part of this park, but I have bought a little bit of extra land that you can choose to tack on wherever you want as an extension of one of your already existing lands. The problem is, it does have to be IP-based. So you can make... <laughs> you have to make your Star Wars land. You've got to make your Wizarding World of Harry Potter... Or uh, Magic World of Sammy Magic. Harry, Harry Porber. Yeah, you've got to make your... You've got to make that your own little dedicated world to a specific IP. And I one ride to go along with it, but you don't have to go that hard in the paint. But it is also going to be something you can access in the future. So if you want to put in a second ride in this land, you can. But that's my challenge for next oh. week. <laughs> I feel like it should be obvious where I'm going, but I'm not going to spoil it until next week. I'll just it's, let it. It's my. It's the for for the first time ever. Come join the Stephen King's on writing land. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, next week it's uh it's gonna be going down for real in my park, and that's the only hint I will give as to what I'm creating. Until then, Jim, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at apparently smart when my teeth aren't hurting. Just go there. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo, S C O T T Y E M O. You can buy all of my book on Amazon and you can check out all my other podcasts, including the mini adventures of Sammy magic, which was recently nominated for an audio verse award at a load of pure BS.com. And remember to support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS gets you access to tons of exclusive content and the BS network discord, where we've been doing a lot of fun shit. We've been taking virtual trips to Disney world, where we're writing POV videos of the Haunted Mansion. We rode 
uh, the fucking Shanghai Pirates of the Caribbean the other day, and everyone collectively shit their pants. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the only way to get access to that is at patreon.com slash a load of BS, ladies and gentlemen. But until next time, remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at op at show that is spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W-R-U down with O-P-P. <laughs>